1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This
2: is Danny and Dusty. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Mering and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Subscribe
3: describe the ruckus, sir? And 1080. Don't mess with the bullion, man. You'll get the horns. The
2: Fan. Hour number three here on Danny Dusty on a Friday afternoon. And a reminder, Danny the Fan invites you to play in the first annual Fan Winter Golf Classic at X-Golf Twalton and X-Golf Vancouver Tuesday, February 27th. That, again, is less than two weeks away. Let's go. go. Uh, doing the math, carry the one. Uh, Ten days away. The 4 p.m. round at X-Golf is sold out, and the noon round is filling up fast. You can also choose from either noon or 4 p.m. round at X-Golf Vancouver. Dusty and I will be out of Vancouver. Isaac and Zook will be at the 12th location. Both of us, both shows, will be broadcasting live. The winning threesome will win a free foursome at the summer's 10th annual Fan Golf Classic. So if you're sick, come out there and save a few bucks uh, for for the summer job. And then, uh, well, if you if you suck, the last place threesome will receive a free lesson in Max golf, which you can then use to get a foursome. You get better and so, hopefully win the tenth
3: annual fan golf class. Make
2: sure you don't inflate your uh, handicap out there, like some people have done in the past. But. With that being said, there will be food for our golfers, from Victorico's Mexican Food and Pearl Catering and the Urban Restaurant Group. All golfers will be playing on the historic Pe- Pebble Beach course on the state-of-the-art simulator. Go to TennyTheFan.com for more info to sign go. up now. Let's get it. I knew you couldn't go more than like a couple days. You couldn't even make it a bleeping week. Without getting back to football.
3: This isn't my f- Well, hold on. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. We're, were going to talk about the 15 win Blazers for three hours a day? Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely
2: not. Absolutely. Maybe they sprinkle in <laughs> some baseball. <laughs> oh, Pitchers no. and catchers, baby. <laughs> no, it's not my fault.
3: FanDuel decided they were going to drop the uh, win total projections this week.
2: You just happen to know exactly when and where they were and then have them for everyone else, too? It is
3: king. It is king. Well, this mm-hmm. is the interesting thing. is I was I was kicking around and, and looking for this because it came out, like the first wave of them were the top teams in all of college football. You went the top 14 teams, which is all teams that are in power conferences that are nine and a half wins or more. And there's 14 teams in that.
2: That and, felt right number-wise, st- couple of teams made my eyebrow go up.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, the who's who, and and this is the incredible part about where we're at in college football, and everybody saying NIL in the transfer portal of the death of college football. Right now, you have four teams in, in college football that are projected to have 10 and a half wins or more, and that is the top's. Like, this isn't like we're, we're sitting there at 11-and-a-half where it was like, yeah, maybe they'll lose a game, yeah. Georgia or Alabama. No, you got four teams across... Parody, baby! And you got four teams across two conferences, which is pretty interesting, the SEC and the Big Ten. Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, and the Oregon Ducks all sitting there at 10-and-a-half wins projected this year. And that is... I mean, for Duck fans, that's got to be music to your ears because it is Vegas sitting there and saying, no, it isn't just a great recruiting class. It's not just top three recruiting class. It isn't just getting Dylan Gabriel and Evan Stewart. It is you have been stacking recruiting classes back to when Mario Cristobal was the head coach. You have used the transfer portal to your advantage. You have used NIL and recruiting to get up there as one of the top four programs in college football. And you're now entering the Big Ten in a position that you are things are should lining be,
2: up incredibly well for Oregon going into year one of the Big Ten. You
3: should be having the expectations of a Big Ten title. championship. You should so like you should be eyeing that is the goal at the end of the year is to be in Indianapolis and playing for a Big Ten title.
2: Not only is Oregon peaking at the right time, you have got the other big dogs not falling off, but they're going to go through a cycle here. Washington has sent how many thirteen players. The combine 13 players of the combine, they're replacing
3: everybody offensively, 18 for Michigan.
2: So, you're the two national title game content or uh uh, participants are sending their entire teams to the NFL essentially.
3: What I thought was really interesting too is that if you look at the Big Ten Conference as a whole, Oregon at 10 and a half wins, the new guys to the pack to the Big Ten coming Mm -hmm. from the Pac 12. The other three are seven and a half wins or fewer. Yeah. Looking at five, like you're looking at a 500 Big Ten record is what they're expecting for a school like USC. Yeah,
2: Washington and USC both coming at seven and a half wins. I, eyebrows were raised that at Washington team that is losing 13 players at least, and their coaching staff is gone, and USC is at the same level. I went, huh, Okay. I, I, I know that they were the expectations were too high last year, but this one feels a little low. well, the,
3: there's I, Lincoln Riley's comments this week about the coaching staff and how they're approaching building their the team, development. It didn't make sense because a, you're he he was talking like a, a guy who was recruiting at a high level and was doing really well on the recruiting trail. And he hasn't been. They they've been the, doing just okay. They have the fifth best recruiting class entering the Big Ten mm-hmm. this year. And he was talking about developing talent stacking nationally. recruiting classes like yeah. Michigan has. And I, I kind of cocked my head and went, what? Because we're talking about the program that has been the second most reliant on the transfer portal over the last two years. And
2: they said they wanted to get away from that.
3: Only to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how they've been stacking their recruiting classes. Where? they haven't no. they they've been putting band-Aids over bullet holes mm-hmm. and not doing it very effectively to be quite honest.
2: They did well, I would say they did it effectively year one, not nearly as good year two.
3: no, but that and that's where you go. these are the big question marks that we have yep. here. and the turnover in the defensive staff that should help. but their schedule is brutal, brutal. like it is every year, yeah. but it is uh it's one of those. Schedules that you look at and you go, all right, seven and a half wins here. You open the season with LSU. You have a road. You have road games at Michigan. You go uh, in catching just everybody in the Big Ten. You don't play Ohio State, but you have LSU instead to open up the season. You go you to Michigan. Michigan. You have Wisconsin. You have, at Minnesota. You have Penn State. You have Washington. Yeah, and then you also have Notre Dame at the end of at the end of your schedule. You've got a ridiculously tough schedule, and if you're looking at the seven and five or eight and four, where if you have that over under win total at seven and a half, basically what Vegas is saying you're losing all the tough games, and then you're going to be beating Utah State, Maryland, Rutgers, Nebraska, UCLA, and you got a toss up game. That toss up game is against. Washington, right there. You you're gonna. They're saying you're gonna beat Minnesota. You're gonna beat Wisconsin, but your toss-up game is Washington. They're expecting you to lose to Notre Dame, expecting you to lose to Michigan, expecting you to lose to LSU, expecting you to lose to to Penn State. Which those are your toughest games mm-hmm. on your schedule. And that uh, if you are a
2: you know what only USC one of them guy. they have at home. Woo, Penn State. Oh, and Notre Dame, Penn State, Notre Dame, at
3: home. Penn State, Penn State, Notre Dame at home. You go on the road. Yes. Luckily, you're,
2: but here's the thing: their road games
3: are late back half of the season. They're not anything that you should be terrified about because you go Washington's to, not the team. You that go to they Washington were. in November, but it's not like I'd rather go to Seattle than Madison, Wisconsin on yeah. November second. <laughs> and that you go to UCLA is another road game you have back half of the year. You don't have to go to Nebraska in the back half of the year.
2: And that UCLA road game is it's not a road game.
3: No, it's it's at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It's going to be totally fine. Split down the middle there, USC and and uh, U- USC and UCLA fans. For the Big Ten, though, you look at it, and all of the I saw Brett McMurphy had his college football playoff projections out for the twelve team playoff. The top is really stinking good in the Big Ten. Ohio State is going to be loaded. Oregon is going to be really good. Michigan at nine and a half wins, they're not going to be taking the step back that I think a lot of people are expecting them to, despite having 18 guys. I'm going to
2: push back on that one. That's having that many guys going, and I know they have real depth. And look, I, I, I love the coaching hire, keeping it in the house. Yeah. All those things. You can't lose that much talent and have nine and a half.
3: But also, take into consideration, they have Fresno State. They do have to play Texas, mm-hmm. that and that that's a big one, but they have Fresno State, Arkansas State, Texas as their non-conference, and they got a little bit of scheduling gifts with you have Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan State, Indiana, Northwestern on that schedule, and so if you look at nine and a half, they're saying you're looking at a nine and three or ten and two season, and when they don't have when you have Oregon coming in at home you go to uh Columbus and you play um Ohio State and then Texas they're saying those those could be the three losses that they have there on that schedule I'm, I I don't know how good they are I could see them being 7 and 5 I could see 7 and 5 just as easy as 9 and 3
2: I, I but again 9 and 3 still under
3: Nine and three is under. I'm not taking the over. Uh, that's the what I'm saying.
2: Nine and a half is an insane line.
3: Not taking nine. I think it probably would have been better to be set at eight and a half. There. Yes.
2: that Eight and a half, it gets dicey. Eight you're and a half, like, then you're ah, talking. Yeah, I can see him winning nine.
3: But Penn State is in that territory as well at nine and a half. And, you know, they have year three with their quarterback who hopefully he can take a step forward. But And they're
2: sending like, you know, five starters to the NFL. It's tough, dude. Including your left liming. tackle,
3: best one of the best pass rushers in the the draft as well. Yeah, it's like, ah,
2: uh, we sure about that.
3: But uh, the the way that you look at the Big Ten and the way they they put out the over unders, top is good and the bottom is bad. You know, Purdue, Minnesota. Both at four and a half wins, and then you just have a cluster: Illinois, Indiana, Michigan State, a Northwestern, seven and, a half and UCLA are at five and a half wins. But those those are at five and a half. So you oh, look yeah, at I'm it. Sorry, the,
2: the five and a to You have damn
3: near half your conference at five. Five it could go five and seven this year. They have the two teams needs, under five wins. The Minnesota world needs ditch diggers too, and that's the big thing that you have here. I'm stunned though that they see that there's a one game difference between. USC and Rutgers though this year.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I know USC schedule is tough. I, I I'll, I'll call me a homer all you want. I'm taking the over on that. Seven and a half is just too low. It's just too low. Seven and a half is too low.
3: I mean, you do have USC color glasses on at all
2: times no, though. But listen, I'm totally okay with that. I'm I totally okay with
3: that. I could see the I could see the under happening. I can't. I, I could I could I could see the under. 8 8
2: is I think the floor.
3: That was the other thing that I loved about Lincoln Riley is he said that uh Miller Moss his preparation the way he played in the Holiday Bowl. They didn't need to go after a quarterback despite the fact that they put the full court press on Will Howard who had committed from Kansas State to USC and then looked over at Ohio State and said, "No, nah, I'm going to go there instead." Yeah. They, they they 100% looked at but that's quarterback the quarterback in the that's transfer That's the other part portal. of this where Ohio
2: State is supposed to be this powerhouse and Will Howard's going to be their quarterback next year. I'm just like, ah, he's good, but... We do remember USC won eight games last year, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes. And Caleb Williams isn't coming back. Mm-hmm.
3: That is true. And nor is Brandon Rice or Marshawn Lloyd, and moving or Alex Bank. Grinch though, and I think that that's where USC fans like Alex, that's Grinch the gonna be, <laughs> Alex Grinch is going to be. Alex Grinch is going to be the guy. One I couldn't find on, although you can see kind of where they're they're headed at uh, with their scheduling, is I could not find the Oregon State or Washington State over unders. The Pack
2: Two over unders. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Vegas is going to put those out until they know exactly how those things are shaping up. Damn.
3: I want to see what those are because Oregon State, because of the six six and six, mm-hmm. Oregon State. I know they lose Jonathan Smith. I know they got just raided in God. the transfer portal. Yeah. But if your schedule is not tough,
2: and all of a sudden you and you're playing like wins. a
3: bunch of Mountain West teams, and you have Idaho State, Oregon, Purdue, Cal, and Washington State on the schedule. I'm that's a line that I'm going to be very interested in. See how that shapes up. Absolutely. See see if that one
2: shapes up as an eight and a half line.
3: Absolutely.
2: And then you start going, hmm, take that over. Take that over. Take a little look at it. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, are you taking the over on Rob Manfred saying he's done in five years? Remember, Bud Selig did this not once but twice manfred says he's out in five years 2029 as mlb commissioner what to expect in the next five years and can he change his legacy come up here on danny and dusty today the fan
0: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too
2: Well, it's the end of an era, or at least the beginning of the end of an era. Rob Manfred has announced that he will be stepping down as commissioner of baseball in five years, 2029.
3: Longer than George Kleofkoff made it. Yeah, he's out. He is out as the Pac-12 commissioner, hmm. and that that's okay. We all saw that one coming. It's it's for the best. This has been a long road for George Kleofkoff. But for Rob Manfred, he has not had the smoothest tenure as major league baseball commissioner and I think that one thing that we always forget is who are the bosses of the commissioners of all of our professional sports leagues
2: uh, the owners of the teams
3: The owners of the teams and which sport has the poorest ownership top to bottom? Of our of our big three sports leagues
2: uh, I would say it's uh it's baseball
3: I, it was it's baseball because you have at it's least not particularly close you have no shortage of, there's three just off the top of your head you could say Oakland Cincinnati and Pittsburgh all have horrible ownership groups who have who straight up told their fan bases we don't care about you we are gonna do what we do and you have nowhere else to go so you will go and and take in our product and they've been right. You have teams like Seattle, which will say we're pumping money into into winning. We're going to build a championship roster, and, and then, then a year later,
2: dripping it down for nothing.
3: Drip it. This like baseball's ownership is not in a good spot.
2: No. And then Manfred did not help himself by going out there today or in saying some version of "Yeah, you know, Oakland, you lost your team, but don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You still have baseball. You can be a Giants fan,"
3: <laughs> which is unhinged to o- say. Oakland and San Francisco hate each other. But this I is think, like
2: telling Sonics fans, go be Blazers fans. Uh, but at the same time, it didn't work. who
3: he answers to oh, is yours. John J. Fisher and the rest of the other 29 owners in baseball. And that is the problem, is when you have to answer to the owners, you can't throw them under the bus because they're your bosses. And that's where you, the NFL has the strongest ownership of any sport. I mean, in look at Roger Goodell. He was ruling with, with an iron fist. He got the memo from his bosses, like, hey, dial it back a little bit. We know we're the ones that told you that this is what we wanted. Dial it back a little bit, And he has. And all of a sudden, Roger Goodell is doing a really damn good job of running the NFL over the last couple of seasons. Adam Silver continues to step in it. We talked about him with his NBAI, which everybody's like, who wants this? You know who wanted it? The damn owners wanted it. And so Rob Manfred, I don't like he's had a short tenure. But like Bub, Bud Selig, he said, I'm going to be gone in five years. And it turned out he held on for a lot he longer. He extended
2: his contract a year later and then was said he was going to be five years. And then he extended his contract for three more years. And that
3: was at a very tumultuous time yeah. for baseball. And they were trying to dig out of the steroid era and the steroid scandal Well, that's the same thing it's that's
2: going on with Manfred here is that there is a... They have another uh, collective bargaining agreement that opens up in 2026, And remember, we just had a work stoppage not that long ago for the last of almost 100 days.
3: Negotiate that and get on, start moving forward with with the new guy. And hopefully you can cross your T's and dot your I's. But it's been, there have been a lot of disasters. And like the Nike Fanatics thing, that isn't Rob Manfred's fault. No. but But it's under his... It's on him, and now the players' union is sitting there going, "Hey, we can't do this. We can't roll this out. No,
2: it's it's players don't
3: like it. Fans don't like it. Nobody likes it. What are we doing? Fanatics
2: likes
3: it. (laughs) Fanatics does like it. And that that's probably it right now. I mean, and that's that's it. But you have to always remember, like in the Astros cheating scandal. There was the they didn't he didn't punish anybody and a lot of people got upset about that rightfully so like yeah they gave
2: immunity to everyone way too early in the process but didn't even ask hey we do you want to tell us without immunity
3: but (laughs) guess who signed off on on all of that Hmm. his bosses (laughs) because guess what all of all the dirty laundry was gonna go out. If if they didn't handle it that way, of all of the teams and what everybody was doing, and some of it still like even it. some of it still even did trickle out, but people are just like, no, yeah, be mad, be mad at Rob Manfred. Pay no attention to what was happening elsewhere in the league. Coming from an Astros fan, hmm. but the it, Rob Manfred has not done a great job as a commissioner. Look at the ownership groups though, because that that's those are the people. That forces hand in a lot of these situations and instances. If there's a work stoppage, I may mean, take the under on five years. If 2026 doesn't go well, because they'll run him off before they run off anybody else, because they'll be like, "Ah, oh, you're going to be gone in 2029 anyway. We need somebody to blame. We'll and blame had, you."
2: And they have no one yet tabbed as his replacement. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of just yeah freewheel it, see what happens. <laughs> just you know, some team president they just throw in there, and <sighs> he'll end up being a short timer.
3: If, probably. I mean. It takes a special person, though, to take the beating that commissioners do and just to keep on trucking through it. Like, Roger gets paid, like, $50 million a year, and he's like, yeah, I'll sleep fine. Yeah. You guys can use me as a punching bag. But the best commissioners, they take all of those blows and are able to just, like, like a duck's ducks feathers and water, yeah. just let it roll right off. The
2: Also, the best commissioners also find ways to get things done. Get them done. And which Manfred did, with the changes in rules, The pitch clock and the larger bags. And those have been good for baseball. Those were wins for him. But the legacy of Rob Manfred isn't going to be he got a pitch clock. and
3: It's going to be the Astros cheating scandal. Yeah. It will.
2: Unless he does something drastic in his next five years to kind of put baseball, again, talking about television and where things stand, half their league. It's the same situation the NBA is currently facing. is wrapped up in the Valley TV stuff. So... It's going to be interesting to see all that stuff shakes out. All right, we've had this one sitting on here. Astro's right? going to be good this year. I know you wanted way. to talk about this while. They're going to be good again. Just because it's a fun little n- note. Get ready, radiators. Is Patrick Mahomes the real life Kenny Powell? Dude! But first, he's a big good one. an sports update. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. We're going to find a way to work this in uh, around the parade and everything else this week, but obviously with everything that happened, unfortunately. Two juveniles
1: have been
3: charged in the shooting at the uh, Chiefs victory parade.
2: And I guess if there is any kind of good news in this is that it was not a planned Terror, coordinated, coordinated incident. It was foreign too, or domestic
3: terrorism. Yeah, it was a disagreement, too, too which dumbass is kids. A bigger is, is still a big issue. I mean, like Cause it, cause it, cannot like, be ignored
2: either way. You, you still feel like you can't go out in a big space. 100%. Doesn't matter what the person firing the gun, what their motivation yeah. is.
3: They said eight hundred police officers were along on the, the parade round, yeah. mostly concentrated in that area. Yeah. And know. it was
2: still civilians that took down them. Yep. Yeah. One one loss of life and twenty two others. Wounded,
3: yeah. They they arrested three juveniles at the time. They released one mm. who said was not him. Wrong place, wrong time. Two have been charged, and and there are more pending charges coming. No wins out of this. I would imagine
2: yeah. these two kids are going to be locked up for a long time.
3: They should. Yep. They should. You,
2: Your kid, but you know, at some point, Abs- that's where we are.
3: Yep. Absolutely.
2: But on the brighter, funnier, uh, lighter side of things. Is Patrick Mahomes the real-life Kenny Powers? I know. So we started all a uh, party for us at the hotel. The chain smokers came through. DJ Khaled came through. In Seattle, I had the spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my No way. Shit. Oh, yeah. I'm talking six grills burning at all times. Tiki torches, three whole pigs, loads of macaroni and cheeses, baked potatoes, collard greens. It's uncanny.
3: You, I never put it together. You
2: can't split the two up.
3: That, that is that is first half Pat Mahomes. Second half Kenny Powers. Second half Kenny Powers. Listen to this.
2: I know. So we started off this uh, party for us at the hotel. The chain smokers came through. DJ Khaled came through. In Seattle, I had the spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my sh**. No way. Oh, yeah. I'm talking six grills burning at all times. Tiki torches. How great is that? It, it It's insane. Real live Kenny Powers. Also- <laughs> Uh, now you've ruined Kenny Powers for me (laughs) no he's bound down love it can't love Patrick Mahomes can't love
3: the Chiefs both of them have curly hair up top Mm. shaved on the sides Kenny Powers got a little flow on the back though and maybe that's the next evolution of Patrick Mahomes' look is that he goes full moulet
2: have any really irritating family members
3: no, he is the irritating uh, family member. Right. Well, uh, coming out of the
2: parade stuff, yeah, maybe Jackson Mahomes is Kenny Powers. Did you see the mm. Jackson
3: Mahomes story coming out of the parade thing? No, like apparently he protected, like, and like got a, like a, a couple of kids like away and in, into safety at Union Station. Don't when make all this me was like him. On. Good, good I know. for him.
2: Yeah, but no. the sun also sh- shines on a dog's ass some days. Yeah,
3: there was there there was uh, pa- uh, Jackson Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who he apparently he like took a, a 13-year-old kid under his wing and, like, made sure he was safe Shielded. and okay. Yeah. Like, but not just, like, shielding him, taking him to safety, and then talking to him mm-hmm. and making sure he was okay. And I love what Clyde edwards laird he tweeted out uh, a thing about, like, he suffers from PTSD mm-hmm. from uh, obviously something traumatic in his upbringing, but just about, like, it's okay to To talk about these things, and it's okay to be vulnerable, and to make sure that you talk with other people coming out of situations like this, and that there is support there for you, and you need to use all of it that you can. It out of this tragedy, there are some stories, and like there's an, uh, an offensive lineman who had like a WWE championship belt, the, and there, there was a kid who was going through it, and rightfully so, made sure he was. He, he was holding the belt and like gave it to him so he could have something to distract him from that time that mm-hmm. of chaos that was going on around him. Like there you you see all the stories of the first responders and the, the heroism that they had. Yeah. There was players and support people around the Chiefs organization though that that came through and uh, out of a horrible tragedy, you do find some some good stories like that. Yeah,
2: and you did see that Taylor Swift donated a hundred thousand dollars to Memorial fund of the woman who lost her life, which she doesn't have to do. Look, she has yeah. all the money in the world, but you still don't have to do that stuff.
3: Hundred K is a lot of money.
2: Yeah, it's to just give a hundred thousand dollars to somebody, yeah. it, regardless of how much money you have. That's Man. that doesn't happen all that often. No. So um but yes, Patrick Mahomes is Kenny Powers. My my God, that's spot the on. Cadence, the, the chain smokers came through. Did you did you see that the, the damn uh, Spoon
3: Man Sound card?
2: Yeah, that that one hits a little bit harder considering, you know, he committed suicide. <laughs> the Spoon Man did? The lead singer
3: Soundgarden? Oh, I he's he You know, he, Chris Cornell? Yeah, yeah, Chris Cornell. that was uh he's talking about the the actual Spoon Man, the guy who played the spoons in Seattle. I, spoon
2: Man was there. I I don't think that's what that means. He was the the, well, sp- the Spoon Man is the name of the Soundgarden song, but No. I, I think he's talking about
3: No, no, no. no. There there's a man who played the spoons. In Seattle. That, that, is the, that inspired the song? Inspired the song. Oh, okay. I, I thought that you, that okay. is not. You're thinking heroin. Yes. No. There's a man who there's, played the spoons well, There's there's, there's
2: a link to that, though, too, is my point.
3: Y- yeah. yeah. Well, there was actually a spoon yes. man that both Kenny Powers and the song we're talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who played the spoons.
2: Hey, I'm not clear. Was there a spoon man that played there the spoons was. in Seattle? There was. <laughs> yes.
3: It wasn't just heroin. <laughs>
2: You know, right. wrapping up the show on a Friday, <laughs> heroin. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> just, just like, No, heroin. Yeah, we're no, gonna f- we're gonna find a way to work it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come up next we we'll put a nice little bow in the show. We'll move from heroin to alcohol. Danny and Dusty, Tanay to the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Now, moving on from heroin and into the alcohol sphere, turns out Jason Kelsey was a lot drunker than we thought, which, if you've seen the videos, is actually quite impressive.
3: Yeah, we all knew when he was, like, stumbling around, falling into planter boxes and with Marshmallow the DJ up there that he was loaded to the nth degree. And more power to you.
2: You're celebrating your brother's The man, the, the man brother's that's at a party. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday. Uh, you had mentioned that it it sounded like Jason Kelsey f- just found the luchador mask on the ground. That's what he said. And he was just rolling with it. Well, it turns out uh, he was taking some pictures with some kids and put the luchador mask on, and, well, it became his.
3: Yeah. he. There's an eighth grader who—I don't know why an eighth grader was at a club, but that's neither here nor there. It's Vegas. Apparently— He was with Jason Kelsey. He had the luchador mask and it's like a, it's a good luck mask. It's signed by Trent McDuffie, apparently. And Jason Kelsey's like, that's cool. Can I wear it for the picture? And they're like, yeah, of course. He puts it on and he's sitting there. He's talking with the kids. And as the kid tells a story, they were there for about five to 10 minutes, just talking with him and kind of milling around in his general area and they're like, "Oh, this is cool because he's wearing the mask. We get to hang out with the guy, yeah. right?" He just like just wanders off, goes goes to Drunk places the kids can't go yeah. to, and uh, then that mask is his. Finders versus keepers. Yes, that
2: that, that finders laws, win. The finders always wins. That law. That case has been settled. The possession is nine tenths of the law. Oh, and. In this case, ten-tenths of the and, law.
3: And now the kid is trying to find the luchador mask and trying to get it back.
2: Something tells me Jason Kelsey is going to get, uh, number one, a mask and probably like a ball signed by the whole
3: That team. kid is going to get a lot. Yeah. He's going to get a lot in return because he's going to feel real bad about yeah. that one. He's it, we, there's, We've all had those moments where we wake up, we're like, oh boy. <laughs> what did I do? Let, like? he, oh, let
2: he who has not stolen a kid's luchador mask catch the first stone.
3: I, I bought mine properly at a little stand in... Uh, was it Chapultepec Park in New Me- in Mexico City I got mine in the park off I, of a little stand there. I thought
2: you were going to go with a particular no, Texas border town no n- uh, near a place called Jaguars
3: no it was no it was not in Juarez <laughs> uh, we did not find those masks <laughs> <laughs> found other problems but uh-huh. uh, you wear a
2: mask when you go there so you in cannot be identified
3: Mexico City I did not I, hmm. I properly bought mine and then uh, my brother got one as well.
2: Mexico de Efe?
3: Yeah. And then we challenged our new brother-in-law and his twin brother to a wrestling match hmm. at the wedding reception. And we put our masks on. Who won? Well, uh, obviously we did. Okay. Though. Obviously. Otherwise, you wouldn't bring it up. No, I would not.
2: And that one time we I put on not. luchador masks and got the crap kicked out of us at a meeting in Mexico. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Did I just say meeting in Mexico? Yeah,
3: you did. But it's so. good, we'll push right through it. Yeah. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. That'll happen. The official fart start fart of stall. That's, <laughs> that's right.
2: That's that's exactly what I did. At least I like, recognized that my brain completely stopped working <laughs> for point two seconds. That's right. Huh.
3: That's right. I had another one the other uh, last week. What was it? Mm, oh, if the do- glove does not fit, you must quit. Oh yeah, the glove's
2: it, not. A, a... If the, I said you, if the you,
3: glove fits, you must quit, and that was wrong. <laughs> And then you guys said want to do that again, and yeah. I did it again. And then
2: you did double down on it. That's Sometimes it you just yeah. uh, bad brain shorts yeah, out. It that's all right, especially <laughs> here on a Friday.
3: <laughs> that snort. That snort's great. That's great. It's a
2: great snort. That's a Danny snort. That's a great. That's why I said it's a great yeah. snort. I recognize greatness. Is All Star Weekend going to be okay? No, it's going to suck. Yeah. yeah, I don't have no idea what this Rising Stars game is like. This like quasi tournament four teams. Like they just change it every year. The dunk contest is going to be yeah. Yeah, how do they do it with four teams? Do they throw all four teams out there at the same time with two balls?
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the gist of it. Two balls, one For, cylinder. That, that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna play that's that game. That's typically
2: what it is. I, mean, I can't take you anywhere.
3: No, you can't. You really can't. You really can't. I was gonna say two balls. <laughs> one All right. Court, so
2: but... our our dunk contest Jalen Brown, Mac McClung, Jaime yeah. Hawkes Jr., and I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Obi Toppin's brother.
3: Yeah, I'm out on that. Three point contest is loaded though. Yeah, you got Dame back. Steph lot, is lot, in it. A lot of dudes in that one. Steph versus Sabrina. I don't think that's going to be much of a contest. Yeah, Sabrina's going to kill him. Huh? Yeah, definitely. Is that what we're all thinking? Yeah, for sure. I got my, I got my All Star Game MVP already. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrity All Star Game, mm. which, which is the All Star Game. Ah, no. Who are you going with? Micah Parsons.
2: Oh, I mean the, the the one athlete on the floor.
3: Apparently, he already took out Stephen A. Smith. There you go. Stephen A. Smith is like in a walking boot. Let's throw that man a party. Well,
2: yeah. he probably deserved it for all the things he said this year.
3: Uh, uh, Puka Nakua also playing in it. He's mm. a sleeper.
2: No, that one's sneaky. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to go with uh, Hunter Hayes, the country music guy. Come, babe. He's going to take it way too seriously. All right. Up next, you got four hours of power. From their mouths to your ears, it's prime time with Isaac and Sook on the fan.
0: Mm, bye. He was a good boy. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply listen to every mlb game live
3: In the deep left center field it is
2: high it is far it is god
0: stream minor league affiliates
2: the midwest league home run leader
3: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
2: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
3: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours